Now broadcasting from the Next Gen Conservative Studio in sunny South Florida. Bringing you the latest in politics, current events, and pop culture. This is the Whitfield Report with Sam Whitfield. When, uh... We are here live on the brand new uh, Rumble Studio platform. Uh, welcome to the Whitfield Report, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, uh, Sam Whitfield, joined by Morpheus. Uh, Max Sand, he may or may not be joining us uh, later tonight. Hopefully he will because uh we enjoy having them but uh at any rate we are here so uh welcome to the show everyone and uh good evening to you morpheus how are you doing tonight sir uh more Hello, hello. Oh, okay. You are there. Okay. How's everybody doing today? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, so, you know, I, I, it's, boy, it's been a jam-packed week. Um, let's see here. Uh, big news. Big news, actually. Um, so we have a we have a few things actually. Uh, good evening, sir. How are you tonight? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm doing well. Um, we have some pretty big. Uh, we have some pretty big uh, news here tonight. Um, most. Okay, hold on. Uh, oh yeah, I'm I'm here. Max is uh Max is asking how he joins. So hold on a sec. We are we are dealing with some new software there. Okay. There we are. Okay. We have a wild Max appearing. We do. We're also, we are kind of doing this like on the fly. So. This ought to be good. There we oh. go. Hey, Max. How you doing? Pretty good. Well, uh, we've got some big news uh, this week. Uh, we've got... That's right. Hulk Hogan has one more left in him. Well, okay, okay, three big stories. Yeah, the software screen today was weird. 
We we've got three big stories then. Um, oh, that awesome. stuff happened. Oh, well, know. I mean, <laughs> listen, I'm surprised you're not gloating because I sure am. But uh, DeSantis, listen, I've never seen oh, Ron well, next appears. I've never seen DeSantis this happy in like a while. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what the next step for DeSantis Doomers is. Um, I imagine they spend the next couple of years trying to rehab his image so that he can do the thing that they thought he was going to do, which is be the next guy to run. I'm not so sure that's the case now. Running has hurt his potential for the future. Because he got exposed. Um... I mean, he's been taking L's. Since he announced his campaign, that itself was an L. Yeah, I mean, look, there's. I'm not denying that. I uh, before we go too much into that, though, I I do want to kind of, uh, I I do want to play this video here, though, because I think it's uh, pretty kind of telling. Mm. Um. Oh, Jesus. Uh, we've got DeSantis's face here. What did you do, um, Sam? He looks... Did you ever see Futurama, where they had the clones of the president running against each other, and they were... Yep. Neither had yeah, the... yeah, yeah. That's DeSantis. Yeah, I, I've... yeah, I've seen that. So anyway, let's, uh, let's take a listen to this. Greetings from Florida. The warmth of being home is a reminder I've chosen public service. From joining the United States Navy and serving in Iraq to representing the people in the U.S. Congress and now serving as governor of Florida. And it reminds me why I decided to run for president, to fight for those who have been forgotten in this country. This is America's time for choosing. We can choose to allow a border invasion or we can choose to stop it. We can choose reckless borrowing and spending or we can choose to limit government and lower inflation. We can choose political indoctrination or we can choose classical education. These choices are symptoms of the underlying struggle to ensure that constitutional government can endure and that Western civilization can survive. And we launched this campaign to bring accountability to government, regain sovereignty at our border and restore sanity to our society. We cannot succeed as a country if we allow our nation to be invaded. Okay, before I play this for too long, I just, for too much uh, more, I, I want to know, like, at the beginning of the clip, I've never seen him smile like that broadly. Like, he seems relieved. There's got to be a lot of pressure off his shoulders, right? Yeah, like, 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 uh, like, I heard some people say this uh, the other day, like, those first few seconds when he's saying, you know, hello from Florida... He has the thank God this is over look on his face. Well, I agree 100% there. He's definitely relieved to not be in the race anymore. Didn't, yeah. uh, did, doesn't his wife have like cancer? Like, add that on top of governor and everything else. Like, yeah, it's a, uh, I imagine he is relieved. That's one less thing on his plate, at least. Whether he, you know, lost or not, at least that's one less thing. And, uh, he can, regroup and and move forward with whatever he's doing next yeah yeah um so i don't know how much more we want to play of this but basically he 
he goes on to say basically that he's going to endorse uh, Donald Trump. Um, Currency to be debated. Blah, blah, blah. Elected to serve. I have a record of leading with conviction, championing an agenda marked by bold colors, delivering on my promises, and defeating the people who are responsible for our nation's decline. The type of campaign stops, more interviews, I would do it. But I can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources. (laughs) We don't have a clear path to victory. Accordingly, I am today suspending my campaign. I'm proud to have delivered on 100% of my promises, and I will not stop now. It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. Didn't you promise to win Iowa? Well, also, like, he promised not to, he actually promised us Floridians not to vote, not to run in the first place, that he wasn't going to run for president in the first place. So, I mean, made promises kept. (laughs) Yeah, I guess, I guess. Um, It's just weird, though. Everything about him is weird. That's what it really is. Is there's just something <laughs> off about him, and and when he got a like, there was people that they're policy wonks, and they don't like Trump's meanness, and so for them because he's a policy wonk, they kind of gravitated to him. But the thing is, if you're not a policy wonk, he comes off as very awkward all the time. You know, yeah, like, he... like the stuff with the shoes. As silly as that sounds, it's like ha ha. You're wearing lifts, but he's also like, I'm wearing these weird boots that don't look, they look like the, what the Wicked Witch of the West wears. And like anybody comments on it and uh, he's got nothing to say about it. Somebody gives him a pair of shoes and they're like, hey, wouldn't it be nice if people saw you in these shoes? And he's like, I can't wear those. It, it just comes off as like lizard Manny, I guess is a way to describe it. Like not quite human. Yeah, yeah. There's something wrong with him and he brings attention rather than draw attention away from it. He brings attention to it. And that's, it's, I actually remember saying, I think he had a future as, as a presidential candidate before he got in the race. And as soon as he got in the race, I've been like as harsh as I would be on anybody. Uh, and yeah. and not measured up and, and look, maybe presidential politics isn't his bag. Honestly. Uh, I uh, I have a little bit more of a nuanced take, which I I think he I think he could have had a future in maybe presidential politics, but I mean the man is only like forty two. He's not that much older than you are, Max. And but uh, but but at the same what? time, he's the social awkwardness at forty two ain't going away. He looks awkward no well, matter what the social situation is. He doesn't respond in a way that normal people do to normal talk. That yeah, can't, that can't yeah. take that out of him. At this point in his life, he's a grown man. That's who he is. And I get it that the policy wonks don't care about that, right? But they're not the majority. And and we've yeah, seen it because Trump whooped everybody else's ass. There's no other way to put it. The, the majority doesn't care about the policy wonk shit. The majority cares about other things. And look, Trump might be a little bit odd, but he's an odd in a personable way. 
he seems like a person who can relate to other people around him where DeSantis just doesn't. He just doesn't. I don't know why that is, but he's got a bit of the tism in terms of how he deals with awkward social situations. And it's because, like, look, if everybody was making fun of your shoes and saying that you're a manlet, if it's not true, obviously you would you would address it. You would wear the stupid shoes the guy presented you, right? Instead of falling into a trap, right? By like arguing about, oh, it's not about that. I don't know what I don't accept gifts. Like, bro, okay, if you're not a manlet using lifts in your shoes, which is the point that was trying to be made, put the sneakers on. Right, just do it. Yeah, yeah. Fuck up. And if you are a manlet and you were wearing it to hide it, you could actually make a humanizing moment out of that and say, Yes, I am kind of sensitive about my height and I wore those special shoes and I've been called out on it, you know. But I am who I am. And uh, you know, this is it's a minor thing. We we all do our try to put our best appearance forward, and it was a mistake on me. He could come back from that, but he didn't. He did the exact opposite. So either way, whether you're a manlet using lifts and that's why you're doing it or not, right? There's a better way to handle that situation. And I think that that is exactly why I say I don't think he was ever cut out for presidential politics. It was a mistake we all made because he hadn't been tested in such a way yet. And well, tested, he has failed every single one. Well, and to be fair, like, I am going to give him a bit of credit for this. He was such a good, uh, I mean, he's, to be fair, he was such a good governor of Florida, like, in his first term. And, you know, before I ran for president, he was a pretty good governor in his second term. I think he... More or less, he kind of surpassed everyone's expectations. So because he was a good governor, I think a lot of normies in the Republicans thought, and I was one of them to be fair initially, that, wow, this guy might make a good president in the future. But uh, once you and Shmuley, I give you both credit for kind of opening my eyes to this, once you kind of pointed out some of his idiosyncrasies and I look at him, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, and I, I think this and the reason the you things- didn't see it initially is because you are kind of a policy wonk. Right. And that's what I mean. The policy wonks love the guy. Yeah. But normal people see shit like that awkward shoe exchange. I know it sounds silly. Right. But it's a, it's it's a, he did that on several different key issues. Where a normal yeah. response was anything but what he said. Well, he he, right, accused, he accused Patrick Pet David of trying to bribe him, and like, which is laughable because, like, a Patrick Pet David. Like, I know some people think he's a grifter. I don't. Like, I, I like some of his stuff, but like, Patrick Pet David. At the very most is a, at the very least is like an entertainer, right? If if you want to like yeah. be mean, like he's he's just kind of like a you know an influencer. He's not trying to bribe anybody. So for DeSantis to say that is kind of like laughable. Um, right, and then again, again, like I say, with with the damn shoes, it's like 
Yeah. It's not a bribe. It's not like it's it actually it's a confrontation. And he chose this is why I say he will never be a good presidential leader. I don't like you could elect him president. I just don't think he'll do a good job. Because rather than leading his campaign by ha- addressing this uh, like elephant in the room, people are saying this about you. Take it head on and address it. He ran away. That tells you everything you need to know about. Yeah. Him. Um, a lot of my what, issue with Sanders as well do? is he's taken, he's run away from a lot of the issues that people have tried to call him out on. Yeah. What's he going to yeah. do when it's North Korea at the table and running away means a nuclear war? He's, I will say this, like, this is both a compliment and kind of a, I don't want to say an insult, but like, the one thing that people say about DeSantis is, oh, he's he is great on the culture war stuff, which I agree. He is. I don't, but, but the, go ahead. But, well, okay. But the, the problem is, though, is, like, I'm I'm sorry, conservatives. Like, I know some of you guys think that the culture war stuff with the trans stuff and the Disney stuff is important. But, like, at the end of the day, it, it's it's not that it's unimportant, but, like, there are other things besides the culture war that matter, like foreign policy and like or, economics. Or, and... you know, when they put a whole bunch of illegals in your home. Right. That's like where we're heading at this rate. Like, like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like a lot of right-wingers now, I'm not saying any of us here are like this, but I, I know a lot of people kind of in our circle are so caught up in the more culture war thing. And those are the people that, like, DeSantis was their guy because of the culture war. But, like, I, I'm sorry, but, like, the culture war is not going to win here's, here's my thing. elections. And I, I know what you're doing is you're going easier on him as he's out. I'm not because I've seen the kind of person that he is and the kind of leader that he is. And I know you, you, I wouldn't vote for Ron DeSantis for a fucking dog catcher after this. No, I, I, I didn't say that. If you can go back and double check me if you don't believe me, audience, but I didn't say that before he got in the race. He, he made me feel that way throughout. No, the- I, I, I actually, I agree with you. I agree with you on that, Max. I'm, I'm adding that, like, what I realized though is that, like, all the people that voted for him. That still take him seriously are the culture war people. They they I mean, consider that like like Trump's got a bunch of culture war people too because he did quite a bit in that uh, arena. Yeah, but like they're culture, I war, guess people, the they're culture war people who don't want to fight the culture war because that might be impolite. That's the Ron DeSantis people. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It yeah, might, it might be it, impolite. Exactly. It might be impolite to say no. I don't like the gay shit in public. Right. So they're not going to do that. They're going to say, oh, well, we should have the gays like we did in the 90s where they were kind of off on the side. Well, we don't. What are you going to do about it? You're going to cry? You're going to fucking cry about it? Because that's all I see the fucking DeSantis Doomers do is cry. That's why I call them Doomers because they're little crybabies. And Ann Coulter, <laughs> Ann Coulter, I used to respect. She's the biggest crybaby in America. Loser. Hey losers and crybabies you are the people that trump warned us about oh so many years ago okay desantis people 
you're not seeing it. You want this this version, but you want to be contrarian. So you're like, but Trump can't do it. It has to be somebody else. Well, the only one that's ever moved in your fucking direction in your entire life, the politics of this country is Donald Trump. So you can pick a winner or you can be a loser. Yeah, I mean, I what? if you're a loser, I'm not sorry for the things that I'm saying. I used to like Ann Coulter too, but I have to say, like, my problem with Ann Coulter is basically, and this, I don't know if you heard the interview that she did with uh, with Patrick David, but basically, she revealed in that interview that the reason why she's mad at Trump is, guess why? I... Because... He didn't build the wall fast enough. Yeah, oh, come on. Well, that, so, that's pathetic. And I mean, I mean, and that's what a lot of them will say too, right? But here's the thing: two years, two years of his presidency, he had the Republican House and Senate. What did they do? Sat on their hands. They didn't pass yeah. any legislation for those two years. They purposely fucking hindered his presidency, his own party. Yeah. And, and, and if you think if you think DeSantis wouldn't get the same treatment if he tried to do some of the same things, you're fucking retarded. You're abs. You think they're not going to call him Hitler? You think they're not going to say he's a Nazi and a racist? Are you fucking they, stupid? Were you not here when they did that to George W. Bush and Mitt Romney they, and fucking George H. W. Bush and Ronald Reagan and fucking Nixon and every Republican that has run since the goddamn seventies? Well, well, Max, that, that's what I'm saying. Like they, they no, did that. These people, they they did that to DeSantis in in Florida. Like I can't speak. Like just like speaking. Uh, and then the idiot experience. hired some fucking white nationalists on his campaign team. And yes, I hold him responsible because his campaign, just like the president, yeah, the buck stops with you. Your name is on the fucking door, buddy. Yeah. No, I, You're already I, I getting treated like a white nationalist and you repost their fucking memes? That, that's where the campaign and DeSantis lost me is the re reposting white nationalist memes. I'm like, really? We, we know you're not, but you let your campaign ruin you. It, it, it shows his management style. Agreed. Yeah. And, and the, the job that you're trying to run for, brother, is manager. And your management yeah. has been garbage since the moment you announced for presidency. And um, and if and if you're a DeSantis Doomer and you didn't see all the fucking big L's that he took throughout this candidacy, then your head is in the fucking sand. Ignore Joe Biden yeah. for the left. He ran a bullshit campaign. And all he had to do was be an empty suit. And he couldn't do that. The 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 thing that turned me off, and and you remember this. Correct me if I'm wrong, Max. You were there when I when I kind of had the aha moment. The thing that officially turned me off from DeSantis was the the Fauci hugging Trump meme and how dirty it was. And the That's DeSantis me as well. were like, and the DeSantis doomers were like, well, Trump posts edgy memes as well. Yeah, but not like not like that. But not, not fake like, memes. Well, not 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 to, not only fake defamatory memes. I would I would. Well, say. in this comparison, yeah, that, that. defamatory AI memes. This, this comparison to Trump on COVID anyway begs the fucking question: What did DeSantis do that Trump didn't? 
DeSantis uh, was pro Operation Warp Speed. DeSantis yeah. locked down. DeSantis was pro mask. DeSantis was pro vaccine. All of those things are true. So why is he attacking Trump on the issue of COVID when he has the same fucking platform? With and then and then not only to attack Trump on on COVID, but then to use a fake AI generated meme to do so. Yeah, that's dirty. And it's like you're attacking him for your policy. So you're just saying your policy sucks. Yeah. Well, no, I tr this is this is no big secret. Like, um, uh, DeSantis wanted me, DeSantis wanted to be Trump so damn bad. It, it's, and, he and, came and, into it with that Hillary Clinton, this is my turn mentality. Absolutely. Yeah. And even then, Trump being in the race, didn't he had planned on this. All, I think this is the case. He'd planned on this all along, especially after he re, uh, got reelected as governor. And then Trump getting in, he didn't actually plan for that. But he figured, oh, I'll run myself as I'm not as mean. I can be the empty suit that these people... Because that's the problem. Trump isn't an empty suit, and that's why these never-Trumpers don't like him. So they like this empty suit. All you had to do was be the empty suit, but you're socially awkward, right? And and, and you uh, answer questions wrong, and, and management decisions that you've made are awful. And, and I know Republicans would be like, oh, but it's over. It's time for unity. I'm calling out what I see. People want to tell me that this guy is the future. And I'm looking towards the future and I don't see it. I see a loser. I see a loser who doesn't stand for the things that he wants and will say whatever he can to get himself elected. And that is not a guy I can get behind. And that's why I am not a Republican. I am a Trump voter. Right. And so and if you want to win over a guy like me, you have to factor that shit in. I don't just want an empty suit. I'm so I am curious and you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but like our as far as I know, you are, someone asked me this, like, and I don't know why they asked me questions about you. They should just ask you, but correct me if I'm wrong, Max, but you are an independent, like, registered, I'm a register. Right? I'm registered with the Republican party right now, but okay. at heart, I've been an independent voter. Yeah. My entire adult life. I've, I've registered as a couple parties. I've registered Libertarian. I've registered the Reform Party. And I've registered um, Republican. And I registered Republican for Trump. Yeah. Well, that, that's, kind of my, that's kind of my point, though. It's like you're not, you're not loyal to the Republican Party so much. And not, neither am I. No. Like, and, I and in fact, I've been very critical of the Republican Party in the past, uh, especially on war. And on issues of, yes, censorship and cancel culture, Republicans fucking invented that shit. Yeah. You know, they want to pretend like they're only the victims of it now. But I remember getting canceled for liking metal music in Dungeons and Dragons. OK. And I remember who did it. And so, the yeah, Republicans. I, yeah, it was it was uh, evangelical type Republicans. And I'm in the same boat. That's the reason why I'm an I'm a registered independent. And yeah. I think, and, and the thing is, if the Republican Party wants people like me, which by that I mean millennial conservatives, Trump is the millennial conservative guy. Okay. I know that yeah. there's outlier DeSantis doomers. Okay. But they're less than 10%. We've seen it in the polls. It's been proven. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's a fraction of the fucking party. The, the majority 
And the bulk voting demographic for both Republicans and Democrats at this point is millennial voters. We outnumber the boomers because the boomers are starting to die. Okay. Well, this 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 is important, Sam. This election will be the first majority millennial election ever. And the first one since 1968, I'm sorry. I was going to say 66 for some reason. 1968 was the, the first time boomers were the majority demographic. And in, since 1968, they have been the majority in every single election. This is the first time that's not going to be the case. And who appeals to millennial conservatives? Not DeSantis. Certainly not Nikki Haley. Hell no. So if, the, if, if, if the Republican Party wants me, which is going to be their backbone demographic, middle-aged millennial conservatives, if they want us, they're going to have to recognize that some of the ways in their past were just fucking wrong. And one of those yeah. is going around canceling people because they don't share your religious beliefs. As long as they're yeah. not stepping on your bullshit. And also, once you think of, once somebody think of the children. Yeah, yeah. I actually brought this up the uh, the other day. The ev the evangelical right is dead, pretty much. Like it doesn't. Bye. They're 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 dead, but they're loud, and they don't shut up, and they ruin gains that we make. Absolutely. And and, and by and by the way, I mean like I I have I am I wouldn't say I'm religious, but I am. You know, I have faith in God and in Jesus, but I'm not an even I'm not an even gel. I'm not an evangelical either. Uh, not always. Well, the tough part with that is the people I'm calling evangelicals, a lot of them wouldn't call themselves that. I could call them Protestant. That's a wider net. As a guy that was raised Catholic, I actually think it's pretty accurate. It's Protestants that do right. the canceling. But regardless of that, um, they'll say, well, I'm this denomination or that. I, the, the, the point being is you're a holy roller. And rather than trying yeah. to win people through converting them by convincing them with your message, you're trying to enforce via the law your moral religious beliefs on other people. That's not going to win you young voters over. And they, by the way, as the millennial generation ages out, it's going to be true of old voters too. Yeah. So the future of the GOP is appeasing people like me, not appeasing them. And that's going to be like Trumpism, right? And that's, and if, if not, if they're going to go back to their old neocon warmongering, censor everything I don't like ways, they're going to lose me and millions and millions of other voters like me. Absolutely. Like yeah. I say, that, that kid rock conservative block, which is a lot bigger than people think. Oh, well, I, I would say it's a lot bigger than the elites think because like mm -hmm. every, like, the average listener of this show, like, is the Kid Rock conservative. Yeah, or insert, insert other thing. I know because some people be like, I don't like Kid Rock, or he said this that I don't like. The point being is it's, it, you're not coming from it from a religious. You're coming in it. This is our traditions. This is America. I love America, right? You might right. not be religious, but you still are respecting the institutions and traditions of this country. And valuing free speech uh, very highly. We value, look, the, the evangelicals, I don't care what they say. They don't value free speech at all. Oh, hell no. They, they want to censor, kick out whatever, anybody right. who is not a religious Catholic Christian. They're, 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 they're very happy 
to allow you know themselves to say oh we need to be we're being censored oh free speech we need free speech and as soon as they're grabbing the reins of power they're like but you need to shut up right right and that's part of the reason why i'm not a republican i remember back when you and i were younger max we, they were they were the ones that were doing all of the censoring they, mm-hmm. they, they did the censoring but now the democrats have taken that those reins and perfected the issue you couldn't talk about anti-war stuff. You couldn't, um, you know, you were at, like, this is why I never got into, like, mainstream politics, is I was on the outs from the beginning. Same here. Yeah, well, you know, but now, like, Trump coming in has given me what I feel is a foot in the door. And now, all of a sudden, Republicans are asking me my opinions. They're sending me surveys. They suddenly yeah. want me to be a part of the party because they understand that with Trump, they can win them over. And I'm just saying... Whatever happens in 2024, the Republican Party needs to understand that to continue to have my patronship to their party and make me a loyal, longtime member, they cannot lose with Trump what made me get here in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Because I'll walk right out the fucking door, just like I've done before to other parties when they don't go the way I like. My vote is not yours to command. It's yours to earn. Right. 100%. Yeah, no, I uh, I do think the matchup between Nikki Haley and, and Trump at this point is kind of a bit poetic because this really is kind of the, like the final showdown between the new right, which Trump represents, and the old establishment uh, yeah. right. And, and the now, new right is just crushing. Yeah, and look, we're recording. Even in the, they, they tipped the scale so far in New Hampshire in her favor. And she couldn't yeah. still got out a win. Yeah, yeah. I was we. I was gonna say we didn't even bring up New Hampshire yet, but like New Hampshire was this week, and she got creamed. She is only now staying. She's gonna take a massively embarrassing loss on Super Tuesday, just well, because. Just because she thinks, or or the people with her think that Trump is going to jail. She is going to lose South. This is my prediction. I don't back off of this one bit. She is going to lose her home state of South Carolina. And if you know anything about politics, that is the worst thing that you could do is lose your home state. That Why do you think DeSantis dropped? Do you because, think he wanted to lose Florida to Trump and he was gonna? Yeah. No, that is, that is one thing I will give DeSantis credit for is like he knew the... He he I I honestly thought that he would stay in before Haley did. I'm I'm glad he dropped out when he did, don't get me wrong. Um like but yeah, I mean I I I have friends who have been in South Carolina and they've told me that like no, nobody here likes her. Um Oh, well, and, and just you, the polls. She's and then you have like the uh New Hampshire 30. voters that did vote for Nikki Haley. Flat out admitting, they're Democrats. They are not well, Republicans. Well, yeah, th- yeah, that's that's the other thing too. Uh, Morpheus is like uh, the CEO, the CEO of LinkedIn, uh, and he's just one of them. Like all these Democrat billionaires who are like self-admitted leftists. Like we're not talking like your average liberal. These are hardcore dyed-in-the-wool leftists. They're the ones like donating to her campaign and whatnot and basically financing and taking ballots in New Hampshire. A lot of people don't understand this in New Hampshire and in Massachusetts. 
um, you don't just get your party's ballot. You get you get to choose. You can take either side's ballot. And they were encouraging Democrats because Joe's not even on the ballot in New Hampshire because of a whole that's a whole nother can of right. worms. But um, so Joe Biden's not on the ballot. So if you're a Democrat, you know, he's going to fucking win that primary. So it's not even worth you doing that. So they were like, hey, take a Republican ballot and go vote for Nikki Haley because she could beat Trump. They were wrong, but that's what they did. And so she got I believe it was 40 plus percent in the in the final vote. But like how many of them, if if it was a closed primary, would have been voting? Probably very few. Probably like half that. But because it's an open primary and a Democrat can just vote in that primary, she got inflated numbers. You're not going to see that in other states. And so if 40% to Trump, 60% essentially, is the best she can muster is losing by 20 points. It's a foregone conclusion and she knows it. She's staying in on the chance that he goes to jail or something and she can say, well, I came in second. Yeah, yeah, that's she absolutely. Can't even do that. By the way, this is important too. She can't even really pull off that scam if she doesn't win one single state. She has to win a state because what happens is there will be a brokered convention, and the delegates can then move to put to put a new candidate in there, right? But if she doesn't have any delegates, she can't actually be a part of that process. Yeah. Because nobody, we have not had a brokered convention in my lifetime, let alone yours. The last one was in the 60s. And so we were really, uh, most people aren't sure what that would look like. But you have to have a delegate to be in the process at all. So DeSantis is out. Vivek is out. They got delegates, sure, but they gave them to Trump. Uh, she doesn't have any delegates as far as I'm aware. No. And that's what I'm hoping, saying. Yeah. She's hoping to get one in one of the Super Tuesday states so that she can have a brokered convention and have them declare her. That's what she that's why she's staying in to get one fucking delegate to throw a monkey wrench in the whole process. Yeah. Mark my words. That's exactly why, because there is no politically viable path yeah. to success for Nikki Haley right now. So there's there's an ulterior motive. And and it's funny because someone someone the other day like messed me and was like, Well, Nikki Haley was part of the was part of the Tea Party back in the two thousand tens, which is back when this show started, by the way. But see, all the Tea Party people, and I want to bring this up because I still keep in touch with some of them, they're all trying listen, uh newsflash. The Tea Party people, the good ones at least, are Trump people now. Uh, and yeah. why? And, and and I don't need to explain any further. That's as simply put as it needs to be. Why people still, how anyone could still think that she is representative of the Tea Party from back then is beyond me. It, like, what do I, if someone could explain? Look. If you care at all about war, she's made it very clear how she feels. And it's a very staunch difference from former President Trump. So if you care at all about war, if you care on the positive side, you'd support her. Right. If you like yeah. war, she's offering you a couple more. Right. As if we don't have enough already. Trump is offering you less war. So uh, there you go. That's all you need. 
And the, and the other thing, other thing that I, that I have to say, say about Nikki Haley is the, those same Democrats that that are, that are voting for her have flat out said, if it comes down to Nikki Haley and Joe Biden, they're going to go with Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's the other thing. Like, like she's she's not going to win in the general. And like I like I if if it comes down between her and if it comes down between her and Joe, I'm going to write in Trump and I don't care if I'm throwing away my vote. That's that's the Republican Party's fault. This is what I'm saying. If you want me yeah. to vote for your candidate and offer me a candidate that I like, and if you're going to offer me Nikki Haley, you don't get my vote. Neither does. Yeah. Well, and I might just sit out. I might not vote for the first time in my adult life. Or like you said, write in Trump, but I'm not going to vote for Nikki Haley. Yeah, well, that, well that's what I was I'm gonna not going to fall into that trap. It's the, it's the same as with Mitt Romney. I wasn't going to vote for Mitt Romney no matter how much I hated Obama. Yeah. I'll either write, write, write in Trump or maybe just to screw around, I'll write in myself. I mean, I mean, we might as well. You go to the George Carlin well. thing and, and um, George Carlin said, well, at election day, I'll be home masturbating. At least I'll have something to show for my efforts. That that would that would be a be, that would be a better use of your time than than voting for Nikki Haley. Yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, it's like oh the old uh, South Park thing, douche in a turd sandwich. I'm just not gonna play the game. Yeah, and then everybody's like, vote, you gotta vote, vote or die. Uh, no, 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 I don't, I don't vote just to vote, brother. I vote for a person I think is qualified for the job. And if you don't offer me any of those, then I'll find somebody else or I just won't vote. If, if you offer me a, an establishment uniparty jackass, I'm not voting. After the after the last election, it'll be really easy for me to justify not voting. Okay. If you screwed that last election the way you did, I don't care if we're not supposed to say it. You fucking cheated. And then in this election, you're going to get the candidate take that everybody is supporting like vast majorities. He's got he got the most fucking vote in Iowa ever of any candidate from either party in a primary. Ever. More than Nixon. And Nixon won 49 states, by the way. Yeah. He did the same thing in New Hampshire last night. So if, it, if he's not allowed on the ballot, then why am I like, honestly, I'm considering like, why would I even vote? I said after the last one, I might not vote again. I, it might end up being true to my word because the last one was a fucking travesty. I don't care what they say. They can tell me I'm crazy all they want. You're not going to gaslight me. I know what happened. I saw it. Okay. And then, and then now this one, the candidate that got screwed and that we universally have voted to be our candidate, it can't be allowed on the ballot. Yeah. I'm not going to vote in that system anymore. You don't get my vote anymore. Neither party. Yeah. Yeah. Because be, well, because then they've furnished proven that it's like they basically proven that it's rigged and they don't care anymore now mm -hmm. like with with that being said listen if and i'm just speaking for me if the election gets stolen again and trump loses i can guarantee you well i can guarantee you at least one one thing which is that this show will continue However, uh, listen, as far as politics goes, eh, I might retire this show entirely from 
from politics uh, because at that point, what would be the point of me covering politics in a in a rigged system? Because like that's the other thing is people are like, oh, well, if Trump loses again, are you going to quit? And it's like, no, I'm not going to quit doing the podcast, but I might quit doing. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. You know, I've been the- I've been chatting this shit up long before Trump was around. Uh, yeah. And I had similar opinions back then that the thing was fucking rigged. I've always thought it's fucking rigged. I think he just kind of slid through the first time. Um, but yeah. he got lucky the, the first time and they had to bring everything. They had to circle the wagons to make sure he didn't win again in uh, 2020. There's no out of the yeah. fight. There's simply a, I don't want to be a fighter on the battlefield anymore i'll never take that route but i'm not gonna cast my vote in a system that's clearly rigged and a lot of people look here's the other thing uh from the left that they haven't figured out is if you want half the country to completely not believe in the election process anymore that's bad yeah. me as an individual it probably won't make much of a difference but if you disenfranchise like half, half the of voters and that's exactly what you're going to do if you take Trump off the ballot, because then they're going to say they're justified and that everything was stolen. And uh, my God, Saddam Hussein didn't jail his Democratic opponents, okay? <laughs> Kim Jong-un lets the guy run against him. He does. Yeah. He lets the guy run against him. So they're actually worse than the most dictatorial fucking dictators that exist if they're going to jail their political opponent so they don't have to run against him. Yeah, and that, and that, that is sadly true, by the way, uh, too. But they're Stalin-esque, uh, so why not, right? They look up to Stalin, a lot of them. But, but Trump is the dictator, don't you know? I don't know yeah, if I yeah. look at the quote-unquote red speech Biden did and view him as the good guy at all. God... God, that 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 red speech. I I, I remember uh, Apex was still co-host of the show, and he and I were viewing. I thought that that thing was a was like a, I thought that thing was like a meme or something. That's like some internet thing that like one of our edge lord friends uh, made. It, it just no, seemed... they they definitely changed the background of the speech as it was happening in real time. No, I no, I I know that now, but it see it seemed like an edge lord. Uh, I, I thought I thought it was, I was like, okay, is this an edge lord thing? But no, it was completely like real. So, um, yeah. But you know, I I am optimistic though, too. Like, I, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, there is, we could be fucked. But I actually like I am optimistic because it seems like there is like a real I haven't felt this energetic since 2016. Honestly. I think Trump's gonna I don't think what I'm saying is gonna come to pass. I don't think they can put him in jail. I don't think they can stop him from running. And they, I think they he'll win. If, it, like even if they rig it, I think it's to the point that even if they rig it, he'll win. Um <laughs> Well, they they've already they've already thrown everything, including the kitchen sink, at him. Um, so, 
And he's right um, in that in the, it's election interference to take him off the campaign trail for all this yeah. shit. They also, know that. Though. That's why they're doing it. They, that's yeah. why they're throwing so many cases at him so that he's always got to be in court. It's funny yeah. how they're, they're that, complaining about election interference when they're literally the ones fucking doing it. And his mother-in-law died and he asked for a day of mourning reprieve from court and they said anybody else would get that anybody literally anybody if you're facing a court case and had a close family member die would get a day off except trump yeah that tells you everything you need to know they're uh they're trying to like spread rumors that he and melania are getting a divorce and they've been spreading that rumor since 2015. yeah so if that was true then you know they're not in the white house you, you, like i don't know yeah it's this idea that oh she's just with him until it's over it's been over she i don't know i i think that i i don't like to get into those kind of rumors either way because it's just doesn't no, but, no but it, it just it, the the only reason why i bring it up is it just seems petty that they're bringing it up this like that that's why I bring it up because I I think it's bull I think it's bullshit I think they're one of the like legitimate like celebrity couples that have actually made it work and yeah he did cheat on her but like you know and what celebrity doesn't cheat exactly. I don't know I, I don't go to him as like a moral how to live your life as a man kind of guy I think that's a mistake a lot of people make that's not why I would support him. If you're going to any politician as some sort of moral authority, you need your fucking head checked. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I get it. He's been divorced a few times, and he's got his history. I knew that. Didn't. It, what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? You know, like. I. It, I think, it never bothered me. I think that. I think that's the. I think that's kind of the whole like thing. Is like. I wouldn't live um, my life the way that he has, but that's besides well, the point. Like, there are people who are saying that the president should be a moral figure, right? And I'm like, I don't really care, but I've never cared about that. I want the president to be a good leader of the country. Yeah. Um, I want the president to be the leader of the free world, do what he needs to do to get, get things done, keep us safe, and not go into war constantly. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what I mean. He's not the savior of the world. He's not the messiah. He's the president. He's a manager. That's what the job is, the executive. He's a manager. You want a good manager in there. Simple, yeah. simple as that. I, I, it doesn't need to be uh, a pastor who lives and does every more, in my mind. Um, if people need that, I would question... Um, where are their morals even coming from if you need somebody else to give them to you and and if and if you need something like go to tr go to church for that don't look up to the president or you know a politician for that like look for someone lovely or something like that um but no i mean like i said i i'm optimistic that trump is going to you know win this thing like uh i'm in like th this is the other thing that kind of drives me crazy is like the defeatist uh doomers that think that like trump is already gonna lose 
uh listen there were a lot there were lots of like defeatist you know people who thought he was gonna lose in 2016 and he won and Everybody uh, was a defeatist in 2016 except my ass <laughs> I was like, yeah, Trump's going to win. And they were like, <laughs> Trump, are you fucking stupid? I, I have to admit, I was kind of, I was kind of shocked, but like, I was also, I was, I was also over, overjoyed. Like I've, I've never done cocaine in my life, but, just, but just lots of PCP. Uh, we are aware, but, uh, but, <laughs> But the amount, the amount of energy, the amount of energy I had after Trump, after like Trump won, like I, I did not like when Trump won in 2016, it was just like such a holy shit what happened moment. But then I, I was so overjoyed that I got like an energetic boost that literally lasted like 12 hours. I was just like. See, I told you, audience, PCP is a hell of a drug. Yeah, I didn't vote in 2016 because fuck Hillary. <laughs> and I unfortunately, I, at that point, I bought into all of the shit the mainstream media had spouted about Trump. Thankfully, I've been, since been snapped out of that. And they woke up, woke me up shortly before the 2020 uh, election because this, I don't remember the, the exact story they were doing but they literally took one stance and then 12 hours later did an entire 180 just because trump stated something that they had previously agreed with of course you can't agree with trump so you gotta make him out to be the asshole yeah agreeing with trump makes you a nazi even if it's completely reasonable to do so <laughs> yeah well um you know, also like wanting free speech makes you a Nazi now, apparently. Um, free, free speech is one of my core beliefs, so yeah. Which which brings me to kind of the next uh story that kind of has to do with our own little uh you know, I guess corner of the internet. Uh Rumble. Max, it's almost been a year since we've been partners uh, here on the Woodfield Report. Uh, and then like a year before that, that I fucked around with Rumble. Yeah, it's nice to see them making some good decisions. And it seems like their software actually works, which is nice. Yeah, they um, like we've got, we've got the Rumble Studio, which we're also like we're using in. Uh, it was a little buggy with like the intro before you came in, but like it, it works good. And that, like I was looking and like you can add like graphics and soundboards and whatnot, which I'll play around with. Uh, I, I do want to get like some of the Dave Golden like audio uh, drops to add to the soundboard because I think that would be hilarious. I got but, one uh, recently where Dave just screams asshole in the angriest manner I've ever heard. And I oh we clip. we you have to send that to me then we we we've got to like just have that. Also. I don't even remember what it was. I think his I think his furnace died and he just started <laughs> screaming uncontrollably doing a video about it and he was like assholes and I was like oh I need to clip that that was too good. 
little well, people behind the curtain. Um, I won't, since I've been part of the show, I've constantly had issues joining, getting things set up. Today is one of the first times that I haven't had any issues. No. Um, also, like, I know that more of these camera is off, but, like, at least we can still hear them. Uh, what's the deal? Um, what's the deal with Barstool? I saw that in the. Uh, yeah, yeah. Never, well, that never trumping fucking little weasel. What's 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 up with them? Well, uh, I guess. By Barstool, the way, he still says he's not voting for Trump. Yeah. Well. Well, look, Dave. Port. I, I don't know. Like more. Like I don't know much about Dave Portnoy, and. Uh, He's like, a DeSantis tumor. That's all you really need to know. Okay. Well, like I, I've never, I've never paid much attention to him. I like. I'm not as much of. A, we talked like, about this. You're not really a sports guy. We were talking about Sports Illustrated, and you were talking about the swimsuit issue, and I'm like, that has. Here's the thing, and and but no, that brings up the horny and Sam. <laughs> but but the the thing is is that it, it speaks to a larger thing a lot. I see this narrative going around. Oh, the tranny on Sports Illustrated is what killed it. No, they, they were relying on the swimsuit issue because they had long since lost the sports audience. Well, well, exactly. Yeah, and, and like I am, like and yeah, all they that... had left was the perv audience who like looking at the swimsuited issue, and then they pissed on them too. But yeah, but no. they, they shouldn't have been in a position. Where that was a problem. Like, honestly, honestly, if SI had just stuck to sports about 15 years ago, putting a tranny on the cover wouldn't have been enough to kill it now. But they did. Right. They went, they went, started talking all their woke politics. They were one of the first media outlets to do it, by the way. And I was a reader. I subscribed for years and years as an adult and, and had been reading Sports Illustrated since I was a kid. Why? Sports. I didn't give yes. a fuck about the swimsuit edition, except when my maybe I was 13 and there was like no porn to be found. But like as an adult man, I don't give a fuck about the swimsuit issue. Never did. Most people didn't. They were reading because it was before the era of the Internet. That's how you got sports news and, and stories that you wouldn't get just by watching sports. And ESPN came in and you could say, yeah, they've gone a little woke, too. But ESPN came in and at the very least, they kept talking about sports. And that's yeah. where that audience is now. And now exactly. you see shows like Pat McAfee, who has one of the biggest sports talk shows in the world on ESPN. And he has Aaron Rodgers talking anti-vax shit on all the time because the sports audience, it wasn't about politics. It was about your bullshit politics getting forced down their throat. And so they unsubscribed from Sports Illustrated and all that was left was the people that want to ogle the swimsuit edition. And they put a man on the cover. And those yeah. guys were like, mm -mm. look, I'm a perv, but I'm not gay. Right. No, yeah. They, they, like, what Mike's saying, they decided they wanted a little attached to uh, sports with their politics so they completely screwed up SI and lost their audience. They should never have tried yeah. politics yeah. in SI. The, so, the, the, swimsuit, the swimsuit edition is a yearly thing because it's not their bread and butter. And it, but it had been the past of five or six years. Because the whole sport, the magazine itself is basically who would to be a magazine nowadays, you have to offer a little more because you can't be the, the thing about Sports Illustrated. That's where we got our news before Internet. Exactly. Either that or Sports Center on ESPN. 
And one of those things kept doing sports news and the other one didn't. But then on top of that, the internet filled in that gap. So like magazines that are successful today do interesting stories off yeah. the beaten path that you don't find on the internet. You have to offer something special and different. It's tough to be magazines. And they went yeah. out of business because they fucked that whole business up in an era where it's hard to be. And I, I will say this, like, I don't follow sports as a whole, but like I do follow football. So this is what I was going to say about barstool. So it is kind of funny to me that, that like sports Illustrated basically collapses like, okay, let's not kid ourselves. They've been, they've been dead for years, but they just, they made official. They haven't turned to profit since 2016. Right. So they, they, they officially died. Uh, you know, they like, they died a long time ago, but like the death, like certificate announcement or whatever you want to call it came out last week. Barstool, which actually does do sports, like forget Dave Portnoy. We all agree here. That he well, hold is... on. My comments on his politics are from his appearances on political shows. If you watch sports stuff, he doesn't talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, that, that I didn't know about him. That is that is fair. My my point being is Barstool like did a I guess they 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 signed like a partnership with Rumble, uh, and uh, this is one thing I mentioned to uh, Morpheus uh, before he came on. Max is uh, my aunt and uncle on my stepdad's side. They're here this week, and I was telling them about what I've been doing with my, you know, with the books and also with the podcast. And I told them that I was streaming on Rumble and they're both, uh, they're both in their sixties, but they both know what Rumble is. Like I didn't have to explain this to them, to either of them. And they're not like, as far as I know, political, they're just like, Oh, that that's that other platform. That's not YouTube. Yeah. Well, we, if they, if they know people who are, in their age group political that yeah a lot of them use rumble now yeah so um, that, that's it's so interesting that's seeing it get that recognition among boomers that, in particular who are notorious for not adopting new technology right but like that's what i'm saying like people are uh, people are recognizing this platform now and so like I know that a lot of people scoffed like after we get like a lot of people after we got banned uh, after I got banned off YouTube were saying, oh, Sam, start another channel. Uh, that's all you need to do. And we were like, and I was like, no, I spent. Yeah. And, and fight the eternal ban war like like so many other people where they have to start a new channel every couple of weeks. Yeah, that'd yeah. be fun, guys. Yeah, that, 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 that eternal ban war is no, no, no way to go. Just and and we wouldn't be having these conversations. Exactly. No, we 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 would have gotten banned. Like you just saying that the election was stolen. Like both of us have said that we would have gotten banned roughly like forty five minutes ago. I've openly expressed support for Proud Boys many a times. Yeah, that wouldn't be allowed. But what am I yeah. gonna do? Am I gonna am I gonna throw my actual friends under the bus? No. <laughs> Oh, you're not supposed to say that, Max. Well, but they're good people, and they got a raw deal. And whether whatever you think about the Proud Boys, these guys individually, I vouch for, that are good people. Whatever yeah. you think about January 6th, they didn't. They got 
more than they deserved for not even going in the building in some cases. Well, listen, like, they got like more I, than what they deserved, and people are still not, still not, the people that took part of five twenty nine got fucking rewarded by the fucking city. Yeah, yeah. I mean Enrique Enrique was actually in federal custody or during Gen six. He got twenty one years. How's that happen? How's that work? Why isn't anybody upset about that? And why is it controversial for me to point out that this young man got a raw deal? Oh, he's a white nationalist. Yeah, the black Cuban guy. Okay. Obviously not. That's obviously bullshit. Every fucking proud boy I know personally isn't white. Every single one that I know personally that I've met in real life. I've never met a white proud boy in my life. Maybe it's maybe maybe it's just because I'm living in Florida, but like There's almost a lot more down there than there are up here. But well, I I mean I've had Proud Boys. None of them are white, but like in general, <laughs> see what most, I mean. In general, most most of my most of the most of my friends who are Trump supporters down here. I I've got to be honest. Like I'm. I'm actually like the one white guy who, like, in my friend groups, like, I'm the white guy Trump supporter. I'm also like disabled, so that kind of helps too. But like, all my Goddamn other cripple. all my, well, shut up, cripple, calling the pot, calling the kettle, kettle black. cripple fight, cripple fight. <laughs> um, but no, like, uh, like uh, most of the liberals in Florida are like pasty white uh, people and like all the conservatives are like uh, are Cuban here to be and I think that has something to do with the fact I've talked about this before the fact I know that, like, I know a lot of Puerto Rican Trump supporters as well yeah and, yeah and, and I'll tell you their reasoning see the Cubans is is they don't like communism so much the Puerto Ricans well, is because they're heavily a Catholic and they don't like the attacks on their religion well, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. So you it's know, like beheaded the oldest Mary statue in Boston. These people haven't forgotten that. No. So you know, like barstool, you know, merging with like I I know that people are saying that oh, uh, you know, Rumble inflates their numbers and they're gonna get fucked over by the sec maybe but like, i doubt it eh, if that if they because I, yes they do have higher numbers than the actual viewers i don't think it's by that much ladies and gentlemen you can look at our numbers yourself i'm not working with super large numbers here and i think i've done the math that i think it's about a 10 percent inflation which is actually on par with youtube yes because youtube also inflates its numbers so and i'm sure twitch does as well and 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 we don't even know what the actual numbers are. You know why? Because who reports the numbers? The platform themselves. What do they yeah. count as? A view? Do you know what they count as a view? No, you don't, because that's not publicly available information. I well, I think like I think so Chris. If, if, my point being, if Rumble got fucked for faking views, YouTube would have to be right next to them. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe maybe Rumble does a little more inflation than YouTube, but I it's not by that much, except in very rare circumstances. I think. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, though, I I think the fact like authors, like people, 
I know in the author world who like aren't political. Like basically what I what I'm trying to say is like normies know about Rumble now. So like I think us going to Rumble for this show at least has been one of the best things that yeah. I've done because I've actually had growth uh on the show. Like yeah, Real like growth it, too. That's measurable. Like you could talk about the fake views thing, but I'm telling you, having gone through the numbers, there you people are watching. You exist. I know you do. Right. Yeah. So and and I, again, if it's inflated, I by my logic and estimation, maybe ten percent. And I think YouTube's about ten percent. And and if you don't yeah. believe me, put up a video on YouTube with no title and just a black screen and no sound, and the title can just be random letters, and you're gonna find views. You're gonna get views. It won't be much, but that's web crawler bots and stuff like that. So. It's hard to say what is actually views. And that, that's why I'm saying the SEC isn't going to come down on anybody for that because they'd have to come down on literally every platform. As Morpheus mentioned, Twitch does the same thing. They inflate by probably about 10%. They all do. I even don't know what Kick does. Well, and then, like, I don't know how it works over on Spotify, but, like, even a few... Uh, Spotify, it, Spotify is very careful about views and what they consider a view. Spotify I, metrics are considered in the industry to be the best of all of the metrics from all the major platforms. They consider Spotify to be the most accurate. But independent parties that have looked into this kind of thing. That that is that is interesting because because like I'll tell you what Spotify Spotify is where the podcast has really taken off. Like uh, like mm -hmm. my interview with uh with Steve like. It hasn't gone viral, viral, but like it's kind of gone viral for us, right? Viral for this show, definitely like, more. You know, it it got eyeballs that we didn't usually get, which is a great thing. And yeah, Spotify is pretty on point about that kind, of, particularly with podcasts. They have a whole set of rules as to what uh, qualifies as a podcast view, and you can actually look at that in their um. Yeah. Uh, YouTube, um, YouTube, Rumble, all these other platforms don't do that. That's why uh, Spotify is considered to be accurate. Also, you have to remember that their primary bread and butter at Spotify is is music songs. And so yeah. every time that gets played, there's money involved. So they want to be really accurate. And if anything, they don't want to inflate numbers on Spotify because then they have to pay more. Right. And and same thing with and same thing with podcasts, actually. Like um yeah. Like the I way they know. do podcasts, because a lot of people will will think that it's it's not the same because they're used to like the YouTube way, but the way Spotify right. counts podcasts, there's money involved too. If you it's it's um pay, they they pay out per view, and so they keep a pretty accurate record of that. YouTube doesn't pay out per view; they pay for trends. Same with Rumble. Although yeah. Rumble, I will say, any direct donations giving the creators a hundred percent cut is pretty fucking dope. Yeah, well, then, yeah, I mean, so, so if you yeah. super chat, just just so you know, if you super chat ten dollars on YouTube, Sam would get less than seven. If you super chat ten dollars on on Rumble, he's getting close to ten, if not ten. Which, which, by the way, with this new with this new studio, if you if you guys do super chat. It'll it'll pop up um, on the thing here. I haven't, you know, we right, haven't tried to even 
pop it up on screen, right? Yeah, and same thing with live with live chat. Like I know that yeah. I know that people in chat were uh, kind of complaining that we never read read the chat, but like from my view, at least, this would be a lot easier. Yeah, I already see because the chat's like right on our screen now. Yeah. So which which by the way, Google is how uh, Google Hangouts used to be back in in the day. You, you chats are supposed to be. You used to be able. We used to be able to. People just in general used to be able to stream like this. Like, uh, you know, it was Google Hangouts on air. And then mm -hmm. they got rid of it and never and then they replaced let, it. They let StreamYards fill in that gap. And StreamYards is not good. I don't like StreamYards at all. StreamYards is not only is not only not good, it's over it's overpriced. We were using Melon uh for like and Melon is, you know, granted it worked for what I needed it to do, but like you know, like we've shared the story, like Morpheus and I spent like close to two weeks like trying to figure out like why you couldn't get audio and it turned out to be his webcam. Yeah, I had to plug in and just not use a webcam to get everything to work on my end. Yeah, which was never like in any of their guides. Now, like clearly, still isn't. Cl yeah, which like clearly now clearly like like people can't see Morpheus on stream. You guys can hear him, but like that's because he's not using a webcam. He literally is the. Uh... I am a disembodied voice in the story. Yeah. Oh, just poor, like in poor. real life. You guys don't know this, but in real life, he's actually just a disembodied voice. Yeah, he 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 literally he literally is the most crippled out of uh, out of all of us. So, um, yeah, but you do the most BCP. I, I I'll I'll tell I'll tell you what it You'll was. It was just standing, a, That's well, true. You, well, you'll never catch me standing either. You That's showed why. pictures of it. So. He's shown pictures of well, standing there on PCP. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Part of what I, I said isn't you... true. You can discern yeah. which part, audience. <laughs> <laughs> Friend of the show allegedly has a, has a picture of Sam standing up at a, at a gas station. Mm-hmm. Well, what what was it? We we, we got a smoothie back. Drinking uh, a smoothie, yeah. specifically. Which which is which is a lie, sirs, because I prefer milkshakes to smoothies. It might have been a milkshake. But... I couldn't tell by the cup. You know who else likes awesome. milkshakes? Guys uh, who like PCP because they put it in the milkshake. <laughs> True story. <laughs> oh, we've yeah. already devolved. This is the point we get when we run out of stuff to talk about. We just talk um, about Sam's uh, well-documented PCP addiction. We call each other triples and call call uh, Max a Neanderthal. See, I see. I I preferred it when I was just the horny guy on the program because that that I'll at least own up to. Horny um, cripple. 
Oh, but, but we but we do have a, we do have another thing. Um, and I I wish I could play like actual like music. Thanks to you, Max. I've gotten real. I've gotten the stupid "I am a real American" song stuck in my. Because uh, Hulkamania is immortal. I done told you. He's running wild on you, brother. It is. Also, uh, I'm. Yeah, it so needs Hulk... to be Jinder Mahal too. Yeah, Since so AEW Hulk... fans get so butthurt of Ginger Mahal existing, I don't know if you saw that, but him getting a title match really, really pissed off AEW fans because they're like, but he didn't win, and it's like, nobody cares. He came out and cut a good promo and worked with The Rock, and so he got rewarded with a title shot, which he was never going to fucking win. But here's the thing. The shit he was talking about, America sucks, uh, was was landing right. People were mad at him, and The Rock came out and fucking demasculated him. I'd like to see him come out at WrestleMania and do that shtick, and then it's fucking oh yeah, brother Hulkamania. Oh, you're talking about my country. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. So I'm hoping that's what happens. He said he's got one more in him, and I think what he means is one more time he can come out and beat up a jobber. And take no bumps, but I'm totally cool with that because it's fucking Hulk Hogan. Yeah, listen, I, I, I've been a uh, hashtag hinder gender uh, person from way back when he beat fucking Shinsuke Nakamura a couple of years ago. But I, I would be game for Hogan kicking his ass. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of wrestlers getting bodied, not necessarily a wrestler, but I guess, uh, I guess. Twitter the or X the free speech platform decided to body our friend uh Craig uh Bullsfit. He's been suspended. Uh I don't too much of the whole I ever see posts is like horny posts and like not even edgy takes. <laughs> it's it's horny posts and top what it, in Top Gun memes. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, when he talks yeah. about, like, the few politics posts he has, he doesn't have, like, edgy takes. What what could he have possibly done? Uh, that's a good... I'm, you can I'm, post porn on Twitter, so it can't be the horny posting, because he wasn't posting actual porn. No, he, he, actually, he actually gets upset when people post actual porn, which is the... Which is Which why is... I don't call him out very much. Right. Well, that that may that makes the whole bit even that makes our whole bit even funnier, too. Um, I'm literally asking in our group DMs why. Um, well, speaking of wrestlers being Hulk Hogan and therefore awesome. Hulk Hogan fucking saved somebody from a goddamn car crash. Yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I, I saw that, and I wanted to bring that up. Actually, uh, that he, that he did that. Um, and also, when your know, car crashes down and you're trapped inside. Well, you know, just he... Sam, Sam, just imagine that you've just it, the car was upside down. You've rolled your fucking car. You're stuck in the airbag. You're like, oh my God, I'm going to die. And then 
as if by sent by God himself. Hogan Take Jones. my hand, brother. And it's fucking Hulk Hogan in an NWO shirt. You can't make no, that up. Fucking uh, wild. No, I know. And then he used Hulk. then he used a pen that was given to him by a Christian ministry to pop the airbag. So so like he literally used a Christian pen to fucking oh my you couldn't write a better story than that. That's like a movie right there, and it ends with Hulk Hogan. And she reaches and she grabs this big meaty python, brother. The 24-inch python's the biggest arms in the world, dude. And she grabs on and he pulls her out. And it's like, hell yeah, brother. How can uh, AEW fans hate Hulk Hogan? And that's why AEW fans are losers. Good guy Hulk Hogan in 2024. Who would have figured? Listen, I've listen, I've always loved Hulk, even before I uh was really into wrestling, because he just seemed like a large. I mean, the man is literally like a a superhero, um, like a like a real life superhero. And he's in his sixties and basically crippled, and he's still saving girls from burning car wrecks. Yeah, let me let me actually uh, pull this up because oh crap, it's uh, I'm gonna have to, we're gonna have we're gonna have to bear through an ad so uh apologies folks but um no ad block having yeah yeah I know uh let's see um you you, you wanna in line online medical program nope um let's see okay girl's car here in tampa last night turned into an act of heroism and by a name you may recognize tmz reports hulk hogan himself witnessed it Ooh, yeah, with brother. his wife and his friend as fox 13's evan moon explains they jumped into action to pull that girl to safety Hulk Hogan's wife, Sky Daly, posted about the accident, writing, Last night we left dinner in Tampa. We saw a car flip in front of us. I truly admire my husband, Hulk Hogan, and good friend Jake Rask for springing into action. Tampa police confirmed it was on the Veterans Expressway by exit 2A towards Clearwater. The two men, Hogan and friend Jake, seen in pictures by TMZ, pulled a teenage girl from the wreckage. Hogan tweeting that without a knife to puncture the airbags, he used a ballpoint pen to free the 17-year-old yeah. girl from the upside-down car. He goes on to say, thank you, God, all is well. Wife Sky Daly writing the teen girl was, quote, unscathed, just really rattled, which was a miracle. What I'd be rattled, yeah. too, if Hulk Hogan saved me from a car wreck. Yeah, I think anybody would be rattled for that. Just the Hulk Hogan part will rattle you, let alone a car wreck. I, I listen, I would be I would be wondering if I like suffered a concussion. Uh, I feel I feel like that's why because because for those that don't know, there's just a promo on Raw and Hulk Hogan talked about Hulkamania. And then at the end, he said, I might have one more in me, brother. And I was like, well, awesome. And you know, I bet you I bet you he came to that conclusion after this car wreck incident. Want to bet? Yeah. Well, also, like. Like he he just I know we kind of you know we we did bash on the evangelicals uh, a bit but like Hulk did come back to 
he he recently became a born again Christian, from what I understand, and uh, good on uh, good on him. I mean, I, it Not seems recent, like he's but yeah, it's been quite a few decades at this point. Oh really? Well, well then, well then, what did I? When what did I see like a month ago about him? I think he, 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 he went through another baptism to try to uh, come back to Christianity. I mean, he might. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know, but they, like all those guys, like Vince Russo, Eric Bischoff, like all those WCW guys are some version of born again. Sting. Okay. Shawn Michaels, uh, like Eddie Guerrero, like a lot of wrestlers. That's the, the funny thing is a lot of like lefty wrestling fans don't realize that like most of the wrestlers are conservative Christian and kind of libertarian. Well, well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, because like a lot of those guys, like Hulk Hogan was like part of the whole, like when I think of Hulk Hogan, I think of like eighties action hero, like Reagan esque, uh, American badass type shit. So, mm -hmm. I mean that that's just Hulk Hogan is part of like Americana. Mm -hmm. That's just that's why I say like people are like, oh, but he did drugs and blah 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 blah. But the good the good works of what he said to kids actually came through. I think to some degree. Yeah, more yeah, more so than Nancy Reagan's just say no. Which by the way, yeah. like instead of I, instead of just say no, it was if you want to be like your hero Hulk Hogan, you say your prayers and you take your vitamins and um maybe he wasn't maybe the vitamins he was taking you shouldn't take. Okay? But re <laughs> regardless, the message was good. It was positive. Yeah. And uh and by the way, why? Because you're never gonna have the largest arms in the world, brother. Nah. But I mean that. But I mean those are reserved for for the Hulkster. Um, you know, you come in with larger arms than him, and he's like, "That doesn't work for me, brother." No. And that's the last thing you ever hear. If Hulk Hogan says that doesn't work for me, brother, you better run. Uh, yeah. Well, well, what was it? I mean, he ended he ended that airbag's life to save uh to save that girl. That uh that airbag wasn't working for him. So, no, but yeah, but it did it did work for him, right? You know, he was like, "I ain't yeah. got a knife. This doesn't work for me, brother." And then he realized he had a pen. And uh, um, so is there yeah. any other news? Uh. Have you guys have you guys gotten better taste in women's wrestling yet? Uh how many of you how many of you bothered to go back and watch a Bull Nakano uh Alundra Bliss uh, Blaze match? Cuz I that did. That match is classic. Uh what? Yeah, there was three of my top 5 uh women's wrestlers involved in the match because Luna Vachon was ringside as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All it was missing was Wendy Richter and the fabulous Moolah, but they were a little before that time. I'm 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 gonna have to I'm gonna have to YouTube uh, or or Rumble some of the these uh, matches. Uh, I know I know that match specifically is on YouTube. I'm not sure if it's on Rumble yet. Yeah. 
Yeah, Bull, Bull Nakano, Alundra Blaze, better known as Medusa in her WCW days. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. And Bull, Bull Nakano, just known as like the craziest Japanese broad to ever wrestle. If you've never seen her work, uh, yeah. there's a particular electrified cage match that she had where she just like kills this little girl. It was, it was a hard watch. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but you get the pretty girls that wear bikinis. You, you guys love that shit, right? <laughs> you care so deeply about wrestling. Not. I'll tell you what, you ain't going to be jerking off to Bull Nakano anytime soon, but she could probably kill you. You guys won't be sharing creep shot. That's, that's your... That's your uh... It, there, there's your your assignment for the week, guys. Share creep shots of Bull Nakano. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. What? what Why not? You guys, what, you love women's wrestling, so you share the creep shots. I don't understand. Is there a particular reason why you wouldn't? What? what, and, what, and what there's none of Nia Jax. You know? I'd be scared. But, what, if the, if the creep shots of Seems Bull like Nakano just actually exist. Type. I'd be afraid she showed up, showed up at my place. I'm like, where the fuck do you get that picture? Listen, 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 Max. You just challenge the internet. You just challenge the internet to creep shots uh, of Paul Nakano. I know. Well, listen, it, it, or Nia Jax. I, I I hate to say it, but it could happen. Now that Knowing I've said it out loud, I'm probably in. Hey, if you're one of the guys sharing creep shots, you got to be equal opportunity. Where's your Nia Jax creep shots? I or uh, what? What's her name? Uh, the big broad there, Dewdrop. Where's the Dewdrop creep shots? I've I've actually I've actually. You guys care that. so fucking deeply about wrestling, right? Couldn't be anything else besides that. Well, okay, I I do. I do want to bring this up, like some of the. Every women's off. wrestling fan, by the way, they're like, they're like, I love women's wrestling. And as soon as you start showing them the old kind of unattractive women who wrestled, they suddenly don't like it as much. Weird that. <laughs> it's so great that they, the, the women's revolution in wrestling. You just get the, and then you share creep shots. And again, never seen any of y'all Orpheus, uh, Jimmy, fucking none of y'all sharing creep shots of Nia Jax alright so I fully admit I enjoy, I enjoy the eye candy listen I listen I'm 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 up front that I uh, like the eye candy I've never I've never denied that I know I know but you guys paraded around like you care about wrestling you don't I don't even see you guys posting about the dudes. I I care about hashtag eye candy. Like I I'm not seeing any. I'll post them. Well, your AEW fans. What dudes would you even post about? They suck. Um, <laughs> that is MJF's gone, so not him. Who's AEW stars right now? Edge. Yeah, Edge. That would be special uh, if he hadn't already done a comeback in WWE. Uh, that's it, isn't it? Samoa Joe's not really a yeah. star. He's a solid fucking worker. 
and a name that people know, but I wouldn't call him a star. Yeah, so it's no wonder you're not talking about the men's because uh, the biggest angle in the company is MJF and Adam Cole, and they're both out injured. Yeah. And also neither one of which are like big stars. So I get it. You just, you guys just watch for the fucking women to roll around in their underwear. I got you. Yeah. Well, they're, well, they're, that's literally the whole. Would you rather just watch the uh, lingerie bowl? What's the difference? wrestling. Yeah. Women's wrestling specifically. No, no. Here's the thing though. There's women, and I don't see creep shots of the women I'm gonna mention now either. And you're gonna, you're suddenly gonna realize how much of a fucking perv you actually are. Uh, I will happily watch Rhea Ripley wrestle Charlotte Flair any day. Oh, there, oh, there are creep shots. Those of, creep shots exist. Uh, yeah, they exist. But y'all ain't sharing them because y'all don't give a fuck about wrestling. Yeah, but yeah, because I because also because those I two might women specifically aren't my type. I might be perverted, but I'm also not that per- perverted. There's the two types. There's, nah. only, there's only two fucking types, bro. You get the goth chick and you get the preppy chick. Take your fucking pick. No, it's yeah. manly, manly chick or or feminine chick. Which one's yeah, the manly but, chick? Which one are you calling yeah, manly? Uh, Both. Rhea and Charlotte uh, are manly. I, I, I was going to say I was going to say Rhea. Also, I don't... Unlike 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 wow. redditors, R- Rhea used to be feminine, but in NXT. Was listen, unlike unlike redditors too, I don't have the, I don't have the crush my bones, uh, mommy, uh, fetish. Listen, I I'm I'm all, I also don't have the step on me fetish. I I I'm all. I'm all I'm just, for- I'm just I'm shocked here that y'all are calling Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Fair, Flair unattractive women. I'm not saying that they're yes, unattractive. You, did. you both said they're unattractive. You both did just say that. You said they're manly. What other fucking thing does that mean? I'm just shocked by that. That's all. See, and, and, and we get to the truth of the matter. That's why you don't care. That's why you're sharing screenshots of like Tits McGee over on AAW, right? <laughs> You think they're unattractive, and you don't care that they're the two best women wrestlers in the world. Well, what was it? At least I'm, at least I'm honest. No, no, it. you're only honest now that we've kind of hashed it down to what's going on here. No, you, you're happy to go along with the idea that you love women's wrestling. All these motherfuckers do. That's the whole reason I'm pointing this out. Is because the biggest supporters of women wrestling don't give a fuck about women's wrestling. And and and, and this is. And this is news to you? No, but it seems to be news to them. Oh well, I must be the I must be the exception to the, to the rule then. To, to be fair to myself, I've always expressed disdain against Char- Charlotte, specifically because I view her as female John Cena. Oh, okay. Here's okay. Here's another thing, though. Women's... By that you mean she's. What like what does female John Cena entail? Because like that's a weird statement considering like she's a far better wrestler than John Cena. Put push to the yeah. extent of the expense of the entire rest of the roster. How so? 
she literally ran through the entire female roster, just like Cena has previously run right. through the entire male roster. So Rhea is also John Cena. Yes, in some extent, you you can call call, call her John Cena. Okay, but, but well. see, this is what I was talking about this with my wife in regards to this. Who is a viable challenge to Rhea Ripley? Who even looks like a threat to her? Charlotte, and she's beat Charlotte. So who else? Why should why why shouldn't she run through all these fucking no name broads and then take down a fucking Becky every now and again? Who like yeah Becky? Uh, I'm sure a lot of you know wrestling fans love Becky. I think Becky's good, but like realistically, Rhea's a beast. Yeah, Rhea's a killer. No, so, she is. So my, my, she should and 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 realistically, at that she, time she absolutely should, should run through the entire roster. Unfortunately for wrestling and wrestling fans. We're not in the same era as a uh, 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 fabulous Moolah where you can have a a wrestling champ for 30 plus years. We're just not there anymore. Okay, but Roman's been champ for how long? I have the same issue there as well. Why is that an issue? Simply because we're not in that era anymore. What, What does that mean? You. You can't, in today's wrestling, you, you have cannot to have titles a, every month for short attention spans. I'm, I'm it's fine. working really well for Roman. He's I'm, never been more over. I'm the company fine. itself is doing better than it's ever done since like the early 2000s. I'm fine with a rating. Problem ratings is, in AEW, by the way, where they do change belts every month is down. Oh, I don't. That, but I'm not. I have no issue with long reigns. But the way you're talking, if we are going to go with realistic uh, uh, title reigns that last years upon years, we're not in that era anymore. Well, there's, we a reason that, there's a reason the fabulous Moolah was the champ is because they never produced a fucking woman that even looked uh, like she could take her. Okay. And that's partly because she was uh, the one training them and she put herself on top. But regardless of that, the fans were okay with it and would be whatever era you're in, in the sense that if you don't present any credible challenger, then the then the champion looks like they should still be champion. A Roman's a little different because they do present credible challengers and he cheats, but I mean that's heel one on one. Um but yeah, like like Bruno San Martino, I mean, his reign was only like seven years. Roman's like halfway there. Roman's about to surpass Hulk Hogan, and that's number two. So I, I don't think it's this era. I, I think you're wrong about that. It's, it doesn't matter what time it is so much as like how you build and book a story to get people's investment in it. Yeah, the, the, the issue is we're, we're so far removed from that era, you would have to retrain the audience to accept. What era? I, I just made, I gave you an example, though. We have a long-reigning champion. He's been Prior to Roman Reigns... He's going to be the second longest-reigning champion ever. Prior to Roman Reigns, they hadn't had a year-plus reign other than Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar, simply because he was not ever on the fucking show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, again, but, but, and, and he continued to draw money when he did show up, so like I don't think that that was a bad idea. Oh, I'm going to excuse myself for a quick moment. Continue. Yeah, I'm not I'm not in the camp that thinks that Brock was a bad thing. 
And, and it's not so much he was a bad thing, that, but they had to retrain the audience to accept a champion that's not on the show. I don't weekly. think they did because it was Brock. They absolutely did. Brock that, looked like a beast. He looks like a champion. I don't know. They had to retrain the marks, but you're like, when you're talking about marks, yeah, that's AEW's entire audience, but WWE, it's not even a third. They didn't need to retrain anybody. They saw Brock Lesnar with the title belt and they were like, yeah, I mean, until somebody beats him. And it's the same with Roman. This is not retrained. It's like he looks legitimate. He looks like the baddest motherfucker on earth. He seems unbeatable. He's presented as unbeatable. It's not retraining anything. It's that they haven't done that for a long time. Which is essentially retraining the audience because they haven't done it in a while. They don't they don't but they didn't need training they they instantly recognized brock lesnar a brock lesnar being a legitimate fighter as well helps but they recognize that brock lesnar probably could crush everybody on this fucking roster in a real fight he looks like a beast he is a beast right he's a genetic freak and especially at his age for christ's sakes and uh, so the casual fans they don't get that mad about that kind of stuff like like you would because you're more invested and i i agree i was definitely way more invested than i am you know what the casual fans don't like title swapping every month because then they have no idea who the champion is or they can't follow anything i agree there because they don't watch every show or they you know that's uh and again like if you just want marks you could do what AEW does there's going to be 700,000 people that watch that show if they put static on for two hours just because they're marks and it says AEW on it. But like, if you want casual fans, you go through the problems that both WCW, WWE, to some degree TNA, they've all had these problems where you do have to appeal to the casual fans and they like very different things than marks. They don't care about five-star matches. They, they don't even know what that means. They don't care about cage side ring ratings. They're watching the kid. They're watching it with their kid, like I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, or uh, having a party with some friends, you know, and they end up with different takes. And I, I think it's interesting because, like, I see internet marks arguing about wrestling, and they're always like surprised when a certain person gets like organic crowd support behind them. They're like, I don't get it. They suck. Well. Maybe to you, because you watch every week and you analyze everything and you talk about wrestling with your wrestling footies. But like to the average person, they see, again, a guy like Brock Lesnar and they're like, he looks like he could fuck some shit up. And then he does. And so, yeah, they buy him as shit. You don't need to train that. You only need to train the marks. That's what I'm saying. The the marks are getting, oh, but now everybody's not going to get their opportunity. They're all getting buried because the champion has a championship. I mean, uh, there's evidence that that's, uh, not the case from the territory days, right? Where the champion would just be the champion forever. He might lose it here and there and win it right back. And nobody cared because it was Jerry Lawler or the fucking Dusty Rhodes. Well, Dusty never won the fucking belt, but Ric Flair. Ric Flair was the champion like through the whole 80s. And nobody was upset about that. Marks today would be like, oh my God, I can't believe he's marrying everybody. Ric Flair elevated anybody he worked with he was the champ i don't know i just think it's uh i don't think it's it's the modern fans are just a bunch of marks on the internet 
who don't understand what like a casual fan might care about. Oh, my five star matches, my work rate. Oh no. Then nobody cares. I've enjoyed I've enjoyed the shit out of matches. The the average wrestling mark would be like, but that was a bad match. I don't know if it's fun to watch. If you had fun watching it, especially with friends, maybe not so much. Actually, I see a lot of matches that people say are good that I think are bad. Kenny Omega being the prime culprit. I've never seen him have a good match. I've seen a couple of matches, but overall, I, I agree. He he is quite over overrated by most of the uh, hardcore, hardcore fan base. Well, he's an overactor. I he agree. He doesn't just sell. You know, it's like the hardest sell you've ever seen. Like, he's a ham. Um, it's supposed to like if you're simulating a fight, I'm supposed to believe it's believable. But he flipping around the ring with his hands in the air like a fucking moron, like a fairy. It's not very unbelievable to me. Same with his buddies there. The young, the whole company basically is premised on bad wrestling. If you like wrestling, but if you like a parody of wrestling, then you vaguely remember the '90s. I understand why people like AEW, but like if you remember real wrestling, it's kind of a joke. It's I agree, and you were you were about to bring up bring up the Young Bucks, and that's a lot a lot of the reason why I don't like the Young Bucks, just because they are. Clown shoes, as far as I'm concerned. I saw one not that long ago where they put like an explosive in one of their shoes for a super kick. And I'm like, oh, so they're just Wiley Coyote now? Yep. Okay. That's what people like. And that's why I say like AEW fans aren't wrestling fans because wrestling fans would fucking riot. <laughs> wrestling fans would not appreciate that particular kind of making fun of wrestling <laughs> what max said uh, that's and that's where max and i are going to agree a lot of what today's wrestlers do i can't believe today. he just agreed with all the pcp stuff i just said about him right that's why he had to go go off screen because he was hopped up on pcp walking around i he had to go get wet as they say Meet his friend uh, Sherm. You know, you know what is, you know what is a, <laughs> you know what is a joke though is fem is uh female golfers. True. And now, well, of course, I, now they're all men. Well, pay well, Paige Sporanic is not is clearly not a dude. But also, clearly, nobody's actually watching her golf because she's a good golfer. Yeah, yeah, no, that's the thing. I'm just, I'm just saying, dude. But they're women's wrestling fans. Be like female golf fans, and just admit you're a perv, and let us actual wrestling fans say, yeah, I do want that Rhea Charlotte match. No, no, well, no. What I'm saying is, I like, can't believe y'all said they were on a. I'm still blown away. But y'all said that Charlotte and Rhea are unattractive. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? They're simply not my type. End of story. Yeah, but like, but like, yeah, but that's it's like. Um, I'm I mean, not just saying... because somebody's not a ten doesn't make them a one. 
I'm not. I'm and not I'm not saying, saying that they're, they're, they're a one anywhere anywhere close. They're both out of my league, obviously. Yeah, I was gonna say they're probably they're, hotter than any chicks you'll ever pull. You they're, know? they're they're just simply not not my cup of tea. That's all I was saying. I, I never said they. they I were don't even really think about that. But like, they wouldn't be on TV if they weren't. You know what I mean? They wouldn't be. They wouldn't have all this marketing behind them if they weren't attractive. Right. Vishan about that. They are muscle mummies. End of story. People find them attractive. I just personally don't. Right, and that's all that matters. So we don't need we don't need the best women's wrestling match on the show. No. We need uh what's what's a uh, Mariah May? Oh my God, the botch the botch queen. <laughs> guys love her though, right? She gonna kill somebody, and y'all be like, "Oh, but she looked hot while she did it." I barely even know who that who that is, despite our buddy Jimmy posting her all the time. Literally, never seen a match. Yeah, I yeah, I'll bet Mortis and I are uh, are in the same camp. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I've gone on. I'm I'm padding for time because I was waiting for you to shill your book and and make some kind of segue into shilling the book no well and, and to be clear i have no issue with the charlotte Rhea match well it's usually a great match just personally not my not my cup of tea but i will watch it right you'd rather have two divas rolling around in jello i got you yes me 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 personally yes you know, yeah. you know, no there's nothing wrong with saying yes to that well the thing what you're leaving out here, Max, is that there's, there's, those are two extremes of of the, of the. Of the, of, of the I'm forgetting new ones. I, I know, but it's also very funny. But this, yes, there's some, there's a long line of matches between Jello, and and Rhea and Charlotte. I'm somewhere <laughs> in the middle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They call that the attitude era what? of women's wrestling. Wait. Yeah, had everything is... in between, except a good match. <laughs> uh, I wish I, had, I wish I had a drum fell for that. But, but uh, hey, but hey, you know, Sable flashed everybody. That was like big news, right? That happened. That was much more important than all the matches. In fact, that's the only thing from 1997 women's wrestling either one of you will remember. Want to bet? What else? What else in 1997 between Sable flashing her tits on pay-per-view happened in women's wrestling? I'll wait. Um, Who was the champ at the time? Do you know? 1997? Crickets. Yeah. See, what happened was is that they didn't have a champ because Medusa went to WCW and put the t- title in the trash. Which, if you mentioned that, that would be the other women's wrestling thing from 1997 is Medusa putting the title in the trash and Sable's tits. That's it. That's I can't even tell you the male champ in 97. So, uh, shut up. Bret Hart, mostly. I, I also I also had no I mean, idea that you can't, you again, can't I tell me the male champion, but if I said Montreal Screwjob, you would suddenly know a thing or two. Nineteen ninety seven, Bret Hart gets screwed out of the title. You would know who the champion nineteen ninety seven is if I said that. 
If every even, wrestling mark even knows about the Montreal that weren't even alive back then, no. But you've heard of the Montreal screw job. Y- yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. You might have known who the champ was if that got brought up because you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's when they screwed Bret Hart. But women's champ, yeah. there wasn't one. It was a trick question and maybe an unfair question. But I got you. I got the crickets that I was looking for. So it was. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's like, nope, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> but b- before I before I promo the book, uh, though, I I did a little. Speaking of heel, uh, speaking of going heel, apparently I angered the stoner community uh, last week by having Steve on, which, A, I didn't even know that like that many stoners tuned into this show uh, first off. Um, so I guess think. I guess thanks. Shout out to I my guess, people, I guess. I guess. Well, okay. This is another thing I want to like. I know that you smoke, Max, but like, you're not part of the whole 420 culture. It's not like the hill, the hill you die on. It's, uh, not, a, I, it's not your entire personality. That's where I always think people go wrong. It's like suddenly. Yeah. Suddenly, all, everything they can talk about or think of is regarding weed and every joke they make. And yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah, and I went to high school with like a lot of those people, and apparently some of them turn tune into the show, and they spurred out uh, on me on Facebook last week after I invited Steve on. Steve doesn't care about uh, you type of people. He cares about the hardcore. Uh, you know, the drug cartel. Yeah, he was mostly talking about, like, the the cartels and the trafficking. And, like, the biggest problem specifically mentioned, as far as I recall, was fentanyl. And pointing out that that buying weed from Mexican drug cartels is helping that problem persist is not, like, it's true. It's true, and you might not like that. Now, and this is why, and... I bet you if I sat there, I wasn't there. You guys had the show and, um, but I would have just talked to him about uh, the legalization and and the problems inherent with legalization, because we mentioned in Colorado, it's so expensive that the black market still thrives and that's cartel weed. So people are still buying from the cartels, even though it's legal in Massachusetts. And I, and I brought this up last week and, and this is like a perfect example. So this is like a half ounce bag, right? We mentioned an eighth. That's four of them, right? It's $50. $50 for a half ounce. Colorado, you said, is like closer to 80 for an eighth, like a quarter of what I just showed. I yeah, there's a reason that people are still buying it. Brickweed, as they call it, or or um another word for it is mersh. They're buying mersh from these Mexican drug cartels, right? <laughs> And um, you're oh my god, you're oh my god, is, is is that what? Holy shit! I had no idea that that's where he gets his name. Yeah, it means commercial weed, Mersh. I don't know if that's where he got it from, but it's not a compliment. Like if you got weed and you're like, yeah, that's some Mersh, that's not a good thing. That's a bad thing. 
<laughs> well, it is well, well, it is kind of fitting for him considering that he uh... <laughs> That makes it even funnier when he says Hollywood <laughs> Mersh, if you think about it. He's the, he's the bunk ass weed they sell in the back alleys of fucking Hollywood. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, you are if you're buying this swag weed, if you're buying this brick weed, you're buying this mersh, you are supporting <laughs> drug cartels in in and they are doing a lot worse than selling weed they're trafficking women and children they're smuggling in fentanyl and 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 in some cases even lacing weed and other drugs with fentanyl and uh it's not good now if we could legalize it more in the way massachusetts has done to where it's like it would be more expensive to go to a black market guy yeah for me Right. If I went to a black market guy, it would be more expensive than the fucking $50 half ounce that I can get perfectly legally from the store that's grown right here in Massachusetts. Because of all the laws involved, they have to grow everything right here. So, you know, it's not coming from a cartel. You know, it's locally grown and uh, you're, you know, cutting off that problem. So and, I, and this is what I mean. If I talk to him about that, he'd probably agree. Yeah, no, he, no he's not he, an unreasonable drug warrior. And if that's what you took from it, you didn't listen to the interview. Yeah, well, well, and that's my main problem. I don't, I think, I think, I think a lot of people were upset about it and didn't listen to the whole conversation, didn't listen to the whole thing. Yeah. And, 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 and just to double down on what I'm saying being accurate, I said basically that on Twitter and Steve like liked and reposted it. Like he, I'm, and, and yeah. I also pointed out that, yeah, uh, his uh, Sam's co-host here regularly smokes pot on the show. So if Sam's an anti-drug guy, what, what's that about? No, yeah, I've, I've listened. Apex used to vape in, into the mic, and I never had a problem with it. Um, yeah, which I really sit here and pass a blunt with my wife sometimes, you know, it's fine. And I, I guarantee you, Steve doesn't have a problem with that. And again, if I pointed out that I'm getting it from locally grown Massachusetts, the cartels are not getting any piece of it. Um, then he'd be like, well, then that's not really my concern. My concern is the fucking cartel weed. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and if you think that the human trafficking is not bad enough, like the cartels are also ultra violent, too. Yeah, go find some of the gore flicks on the internet that are like eighty percent cartels now. Yeah, They're either which... cartels or crazy people in Russia. Yeah, um, which you know Trump Trump was right about the cartels in that respect too. But uh, I, I well, I don't know if you uh, were able to catch Monday's uh, podcast, Max, but I had on uh, Jeff Clark who is. Uh, an upcoming author and uh also friend of steve's he does uh podcasting himself and uh he uh he does more like leadership uh stuff but it was very interesting to have him on uh so we thank him for having for coming on uh as far as my book goes you can uh you can still buy copies of shadows of deception uh on amazon uh book two coming in late february i'll have an announcement more on that um but you and morpheus have both seen the cover for the new 
uh, book. I like it. Looks great. So I like I like what you've done. Sam's gone in a completely di- different direction with this new one, and I like it. It's um, uh, Diary of a Crippled PCP Junkie, and I really think you guys are gonna love it. <laughs> that that's that's oddly that's oddly specific. I uh, I noticed. Well, you're an oddly specific cripple, so. Yeah, I mean, you've led a highly specific life. <laughs> well, I, I certainly have led a, uh, led a very interesting life. Um, but, you know... PCP health? PCP... Uh, <laughs> well, uh, uh, never going to die now. What's going to be the joke forever is that Sam's into PCP. He's completely straight-laced uh, in every other regard, but man... It's a... Uh... <laughs> He loves him some angel dust, you know. I'm sure he's got got some in his pocket uh, right now. Oh, oh, oh! So that's what angel dust is. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, that well, then I was gonna say PCP gives you wings, but I guess that it definitely your... will give you wings. Better than that fucking Red Bull shit. Oh yeah, you'll 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 have some. There was this uh there's this rapper guy known as Big Lurch and um he had a pretty successful career but he got really high on PCP and so he like ate a woman <laughs> So now he's oh. in jail Yeah She was a, she, when the cops found him he was gnawing on her flesh <laughs> PCP oh yeah, well, well, uh, no, he had well, to though. He had to eat her her intestines because um, it was going to save the world from the apocalypse. <laughs> oh, so oh, so it's one of it's one of those drugs. Then. It's it's the drug of that kind. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like well, meth, well, you have to take a hell of a lot more <laughs> meth to have one of those like crisis of identity moments that pcp gives people well then, i've never done it myself but you could tell us some more about it uh well i mean i what's the fact the fact that i didn't know that that was the case uh i mean well look i'm sorry that they told you that was your medicine okay <laughs> but it was pcp <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn it they they did they told me i was just gonna take, take mushrooms and you know go on a nice mushroom trip i didn't realize that they gave me that they dosed me with pcp they, they, they sprinkled some angel dust on, angel dust no, on your they mushroom. were like here sam here's your vitamins and you're like okay <laughs> gotta take your they, shot yeah. It, it's it's a miracle I've even even functioning that then, probably. Wow. All that PCP you've done. You're, you're only half functioning, to be fair. That's true. He's got you there. Well, more things. I mean, you're you're stuttering more than I am. What are you on, buddy? Uh, I you know killers. what you know what's great about like doing the show with both of you guys. Is no matter how bad my stutter is or becomes, everybody's gonna mention you guys's, even though sometimes mine can be worse. 
when I start eating my words, you know, and I forget what I'm saying. Uh, but nobody cares, right? Because you guys stutter. And obviously, that's a way bigger deal than me. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but neither makes me us... look like I have like impeccable linguistic ability, <laughs> even though half the time I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> But but not but sure, neither but we, we were born this way. What what's your your excuse, Max? Yeah, I know. You guys you guys come across eloquently and people are like, ha ha stutter. I stutter like a motherfucker and nobody cares. I don't know. It, it literally But well, to be fair no, though, not neither of us neither of us are stuttering uh female cop g -g -g guns drawn. Fence. the dog. <laughs> if, I, if I ever started that much, then kick me off the fucking show. That was well, more of a stroke than a stutter. Yeah. No, but I mean, I. I and I wouldn't kick you off the show. I'd call an ambulance. <laughs> okay, fine. Call an ambulance. Yeah. Make sure I'm okay. Then kick me off the show. No, be, well, well. Well, listen. We we'll just at that point we we would drive to your house, probably. Yep. Um, <laughs> what oh. Sam just said. I'm gonna steal his bit. <laughs> and yeah, uh, next time you leave, next time you leave, I'm gonna stop. And just talk nothing but shit about you for the whole time until you come back. So that if you do that again, it'll be like, yeah, and I agree with what Max said. <laughs> the whole time I'll be like, yeah, yeah, Sam sucks so bad. <laughs> and <laughs> Just so that when you go and watch it back, you're going to be like, that motherfucker. <laughs> Wait, so you, so you would... So you and Apex, I, I I know I know what's going on here. You and Apex uh, DM each other, and now now you're just repurposing all his all his own bits. Great the, minds the, think alike. The the different the difference is is now you have your wife who's off camera, and you know you look at her. Her I I see you. Don't don't die, Max. I see you looking at her. Uh, looking over at her. The audience. The audience doesn't see it, but I, I can see off camera. I I can I can see the uh, disapproving looks. Yeah. Now yeah, you're getting a disapproving look. So so how far are we with the hashtag Pussy Smoke T-shirts? There is a design. I it, which the design looks hilarious, by the way. The first one, the first one she gave me, the cat looked retarded. So I said, I, he's not supposed to look retarded. He's supposed to be kind of smug, if anything. And that's what she came back with. Of course, we got to put some equations and stuff and uh, get it slapped on a high quality T-shirt. Uh, so I don't want to show it off just yet. But uh, it will be revealed fairly soon. I showed you guys though. Yeah. Yeah, I know it looks it looks good. So. Uh... And then I think anyway. um, I was thinking about this. Like I asked about the high end or the low end T-shirts, and I, I I think I said this last week. We're gonna do both. So there will be a high end pussy smoke T-shirt if you want to just 
wear a pussy smoke t-shirt in public uh, uh-huh. a little more and then we'll we're gonna do a cheaper one with like maybe just the logo for the show and uh, i am a man uh, of my word. I, I, I will get a get a high-end version of the, of the shirt and maybe that ends up be, being my graphic for the show i don't know a high-end a high-end pussy smoke that sound that just sounds fun hilarious in yeah the, well you always want the good stuff you know yeah, well, well, yeah, well, you always want the high quality pussy smoke, you know. Why would you want Mersh pussy smoke? Oh, see, Mersh tier pussy smoke would like be very acidic. I think. <laughs> I agree. It would I, probably I have a certain I, odor. It'd probably burn your dick off. Probably. Mersh, um, uh, Mersh liked uh, to push the black strippers at the strip club. Well, yeah. Well, Merch also is like surrounded by pussy, and by that I mean he has three cats and himself. <laughs> so what so, you're saying is he's king pussy. <laughs> Always comes back when we're yeah. talking about Merch. I think <laughs> we've done a show because it always comes back to Merch when we got nothing else. Yeah, pretty much. Would have shot the dog because he, he's just he's easy to rip on. Yeah, well, we we haven't gone into DSP territory yet, but you know, that's when the show really. If we got... catch up on DSP, we'd be, that'd be the whole show. We'd be just the... hey, I got a weather forecast for you guys. See, as you know far how... as DSP goes, justice for Argentina. <laughs> you know how um. Oh, God, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, like a weatherman, right? You're looking at patterns and trying to predict what's going to happen. I, uh, I've i done this, and I've discerned that Johnny Fox has done something stupid. And how would you, Max, what did he do? I don't know. That's the thing. <laughs> I don't know. But what I do know is I got a whole bunch of people randomly out of the blue Checking out and commenting on my old Johnny Fox videos. <laughs> that to me indicates that level of chatter indicates that Johnny Fox has done something stupid. And so look forward to that. There is a there is a natural salt front coming through from the Johnny Fox sector. Ooh, in- interesting. Well, ne- well, next week. What on- do you do? I don't know. I just know he pissed people off because that's the only reason they would go looking for my old Johnny Fox videos is if they realized he's an asshole. So you don't. So you never have to make like new content on him. No, because he does the same thing. And the people. Yeah. One of the comments was like, "Hey, he's been up to the same shit. I have receipts. Here's stuff from his Discord." And I'm like, "I don't even have to go look." Here's the thing about Johnny Fox, Sam. People send me Johnny Fox tips. I don't have to look up anything with Johnny. There are people, uh, one of which is, is a, a, a girl on Twitter using kind of like an alt account. Um, and she's fed me the best tips. I'm not even going to name it because I'm not going to name my source. But she's fed me the best tips about Johnny Fox. And she has a bit of a personal mm-hmm. vendetta with him. Oh, oh I'm sure. And so, but this was this is even randomer than that because she'll usually tell me stuff, but she's not in his Discord or anything. And apparently, he's been losing it on his Discord as he was wont to do. 
and um i'm sure we'll hear more about it soon i just figured i would predict the weather and uh, the weather says johnny fox is about to have a shit fit the, the one thing that i will say about dsp is he officially canceled the upcoming documentary documentary that was supposed to happen yeah i never i never got it I, the dsp thing beyond like yeah it's funny but like people really obsess about him and as you can tell i don't even obsess about my goons like johnny fox like people bring i actually don't like covering johnny fox but it gets me the most views there's probably gonna have to be a cringing over coffee sooner or later there hasn't been one in a long time but if johnny's acting up stupid uh it should be a lot of fun it should be um oh well uh i guess one final thing that we could talk about is uh melee at the uh wef uh we talked about that last week oh yeah because that was the day he did his speeches yeah it was funny yeah he definitely uh, owned them right to their face, which is hilarious. Well, well, that, and then I, I don't know if you saw this, but the guy who runs Chase, basically, uh, he didn't endorse Trump, but he basically said, "Look, I understand why people like Trump," mm. and I thought, and I thought that was interesting. So yeah, I mean, bottom line is, I'm optimistic for 2024, and. I I am super optimistic. You know, Dave has been in a in a war with his oven heating his home. <laughs> so uh, follow me on Twitter for more on uh, Dave's eternal struggles. Um, but yeah, it's pretty optimistic watching Dave freak out. <laughs> and also, you know, politically, I think things are going in a direction I like. Yeah. I figured I'd get the uh, Dave stuff in there. Dave has literally been heating his house with his oven and doesn't realize why he used way too much electricity. And now the oven doesn't work. So that's great. You know, this is 2024, baby. The new season of Dave. Season 20 something, right? Or... I believe it's season 16. Oh, wow. 13 was Dave versus the cat freak. And that was several seasons ago. <laughs> By the way, also you know big crazy twist dave has become the cat freak <laughs> who could who could have seen who could have seen that coming no one it's crazy and it's great and so this cat lives under dave's like mobile home and uh and he feeds it but like the cat looks at dave as pissed off as dave looks at the internet so it's great it's perfect cat for him karma then that I cat guess. looks at Dave like, "Are you are you special needs?" And the answer is yes. But <laughs> yeah, well, cat, well, cats are assholes that way. I don't. I've been trying why. to throw up Dave clips, and if you don't watch the little short clips of Dave that I put up, you're kind of missing out because I only put up the best stuff, and there's a lot of funny Dave. Yeah, follow me on X, Twitter. Twitter.com. Follow me on Twitter.com. Twitter. 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 At Blame Max Sand. Dave blames me.
for a lot. I, I don't care what Elon wants to call it. It will forever be Twitter. I mean, it's really yeah. hard to say that you're going to change the name when it's still Twitter.com. Yeah, it, yeah, it's also really hard to say you're going to get rid of bots when there are more bots than ever. Yeah, shout out to all my new follows, which are almost entirely bots and a couple authors. And Val well, Venus. Val Venus follows me now, which is pretty dope. Well, well, you're you're well you're welcome for the uh, you're welcome for the authors, uh, Max. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, tell Steve I said thank you. And and, and Val is uh, a known conservative, so I can't say I'm surprised there. Yeah. Uh, Val is more like an end cap, but like we were, I don't know. He was he was t- he was saying he was gonna he'd show up to AEW because he'd fight anybody on the roster, and I retweeted it, and he followed me. He's a good dude. Val Venus is, you know, for a porn star, he's an all right guy. He was totally a real porn star. That's. Yeah. Um, we might have a, we might have a guest, uh, next week's live show. Uh, but. Is it going to be, is it going to be the return of the boomer secret agent? That would be great. We got to get him back on. No, but, but we, but, but, man, but it's funny. It's funny. It's funny you mentioned that. It's funny you mentioned that because uh, I mentioned Jeff Clark, who is a veteran. Mm-hmm. He wants to go on. He, he wants to go on the live show. And I didn't mention, I, I haven't mentioned the uh, secret age man video to him. But we might have to do a veterans react to Secret Agent Man. Yeah, you don't even Agent need to Man. be a veteran to have that reaction that I had either. And like, and I cut so much. You know, Sam, I cut so much out of that that led up to it, of like him saying, like he would every major historical event that we mentioned, he somehow was a part of, even if he was a yeah, child. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, my parents were totally involved with the Watergate stuff. It's like, I, I'm gonna press X to doubt. Maybe one thing, if you say like, okay, I was closely tied to this historical event, but when it becomes everyone, you're just kind of full of shit, and everybody knows it. Uh, and most veterans don't put themselves close to fucking big events that they weren't involved with. No, if if unless it, they're a bullshitter. No, if anything, so this is what I've noticed having interviewed uh, Steve and Jeff uh, now. A lot of actual veterans, I've noticed, like, if anything, they played down their shit. Yeah, well, you you know, they get so much of like, oh, thank you, and you're a hero, that you often hear them say, I was just doing my job. Not not even that though. You just you just ask them what they did, and they're like, "Oh, you know, n- not much." I, I yeah, just, drove know, a truck, and yeah, you know, I, they I tell you what they actually did instead of like a story about how they infiltrated it, well, the fucking KGB. Well, yeah. and, he, and, he, and even if, and even if, even if it was even if it was exciting shit, like this is this is what's funny about Steve, like. Steve passed off like being in this secret service as if like you, you know as if he was like some I'm not, as, you know. as if he was just any security guard yeah yeah mm-hmm. 
or you know he may i mean he he did kind to be fair he did kind of acknowledge that being in the green berets was, was a big deal but even so i mean he even downplayed you know being a green beret which like if anything that's what you you know bulk up but uh but am i so yeah we may we may have a guest uh next week we'll have to wait and see and uh you know like i said i'm glad that rumble studio seems to work if you know there were a few bugs but overall i think it worked pretty well we'll get some more sound effects uh in here and uh again purchase uh shadows of deception on amazon uh go watch uh cringing over coffee on uh odyssey interestingly you can watch old episodes they hold up because it's not time sensitive some crazy and uh and anything else i need to promo uh morthis you got anything if you're interested in following me on, on, on Twitter, it's uh, Morpheus on Twitter. Feel free to follow me, and I'll follow you back if I can, when I can. All righty, then. Well, I think that'll do it for uh And tonight. stop supporting the cartels, because we need to cut Sam off from this horrific PCP addiction. <laughs> Damn it, I'm not on PCP. Uh, I know, I know. We'll get you some. Don't worry. End the show. Uh, it's gonna get oh. testy over here. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 we've been on, on since since nine, so he, he hasn't been, been able to smoke in the last two hours. Well, why do you think he walked out? I mean, <laughs> to smoke. That's how they do it, right? They smoke it. Yeah. I have no idea. Alrighty, folks, we'll, we'll take it to down the road. This has been the Whitfield Report, and uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the Whitfield Report on the NGC Network. Please visit Sam's website at www.thesamwhitfield.com and support Sam on Patreon at patreon.com slash Whitfield Report. Until next time, God bless, God save this great nation, and God, freedom, legacy, in that order.